happened to. I me yelling over Chris was a funny intro. I thought it was a great intro, but she deleted it. <laughs> That's our report. It's fine. <laughs> I do like you mentioning the shame corner because I think Chris belongs in there perpetually sometimes. It's like the, it's, it's like the corner that they used to put Harry Henry in when he yes. wasn't allowed to talk. Free speech jail. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to try again? I think we're ready to try again. Are you recording? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do our intro this time without a game of Fuck, Mary Kill, as Chris wanted to do. We've already, I think the, the Clowns one killed that. The Clowns one was just put it to rest, because it was that such was a perfect... It was the first... It was the... No, because we did Poison Ivy, right? Where we did plants. Plants. Fuck, Mary Kill, a bush, a tree, or a flower? Was that the game? I don't remember. It was specific. More specific. Well, folks, welcome to KinkCast. And let, let me tell you, not all the kinks can be fun and funny. Sometimes you find the kinks that are in the... In the discount pile that maybe you shouldn't take home. Are with you just you. like setting them up for future episodes? Because you're saying this one's not Don't funny. Fuck around with me, Morgan. <laughs> I think that's a great way to explain it. This this one's definitely in the discount bin this for good reason because it is um, the most prevalent like pornographic kink there is right now. Well, you know, as I've said in, in previous episodes, yeah. you, if you're going to buy a sex toy, don't buy a cheap one. Yeah. And if you're going to have a fetish, don't have a dangerous one. Yeah. Uh, are we saying that off the bat? All right. Well, I'm Tommy, and uh, I'm still on this show, surprisingly. But I'm to, so glad. I've been trying to find a replacement, but I just can't find one. We can't replace you. I'm very replaceable. You're irreplaceable. I reject your... I don't no. know. You can't... Your ability You can't to keep quit. me here. No, but I can keep asking you to come yeah, nicely with that, a smile. That breaks the C of you, the SSC. You also have bowls of candy, and that is one of the SSCs. Is safety... Uh, safe, sane, and candy. Safe, sane, and candy. That's how you keep me engaged in any kind of relationship, sexual or otherwise. <laughs> you took out the consent Bribery. and you just replaced it with candy. Yes. <laughs> Do what you will with me. All right, so that's what today's thing is. I'm Tommy, and SSC to me stands for safe, sane, and candy. What does SSC stand for for you, and who are you? Um, I'm Dana, and I think mine stands for scholarly. Yeah, that's a that's a bingo. Um, sane. I don't know that one's salamanders. Um, salad based. Um, choreography and covered in delicious chocolate. That's that's really close to yours, though. Wait, what? C. Covered in chocolate? Yeah. Chocolate. Oh. I allow it. I don't know. Morgan? Bacon? Crispy? Oh, SSC stands for me. Sassy. <laughs> Streetwise. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> Classy. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the trifecta, yeah. I feel I'm- like you just like Rico suave yourself. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh my gosh. That's right. Y'all are way younger than me. Oh, really? Rico, younger. Rico Suave. That was like a. It was the nineties. Yeah, I know who he is. What does that mean, though? <laughs> He's talking up about himself. I mean, yes. Oh, you're so you're sassy. talking more like uh, Kendrick Lamar's humble. I Kendrick Lamar'd myself. For a more modern retelling, sure. Yeah. You culturally. That's the streetwise coming in. <laughs> Okay, I won't challenge your self-assessment. Shame there's no W in there. Oh, shame should be one of mine, actually. Shame? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, would, what would W be? Be woke. 
<laughs> Woke. You've done there this to me. You brought this upon yourself. <laughs> Today's topic for KinkCast, which is pretty self-explanatory, this is a podcast about fetishes, discussing a different fetish every week from a non-judgmental, sex-positive basis. Today's topic is incest. Morphosest. Morphosest. But I feel like on this particular... I don't know, kink cast episode, we might get a little judgmental. I think it's okay to be very judgmental. Okay. Uh, so the, the way I, I had today's set up is we were going to discuss different types of incestuous relationships. Right. And why each one of them are wrong. Nice. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I, thought we'd, I thought we'd open up today by talking about uh, why we have this stance on incest. And uh, who would like to go first on that? Why is incest wrong? It's basically sexual activity with a family member. Not basically. It means basically, it literally. Yeah. Except for possessed. Mm-hmm. We'll go over that later. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna can, star for can, that. Can like it can result in inbreeding if they produce offspring. It does result in inbreeding. Um, well, my argument against that is uh, one of the things that comes up a lot, and people defend this, is that you can relate it to gay rights. People said that it cannot create children, so therefore, because it cannot create children, it is immoral. And it's the same argument of because it would create challenged monsters. children. Mm-hmm. That, that's not called them monsters. But because incest would create challenged children, it's wrong. So you, you can't discount a fetish entirely because it would create uh, illegitimate children. Mm-hmm. So I, I, as much as that's, that's very true, that is not something that can be used to discount it, in my opinion. Well, that, okay. but... Gay people aren't creating a child where in inbreeding could result in essentially you're you're putting your mistakes onto other people at that Most point. definitely. Right. And what I think what is interesting is that like that is a very heteronormative, um, religiously inclined kind of understanding of what sex is. Like sex is only supposed to be meant for procreation is a very kind of I don't know, religiously influenced kind of perception of what sexual intercourse is for. I guess, I guess I, what turns me off to, to the idea, the procreation argument is that it makes it sound like it's okay as long as they don't have a baby. And that, that's, right. what, that's what bothers me about the, oh, you can't have babies, but it's okay if I fuck my cousin and pull out. I did not like that sentence <clears throat> coming out of my fucking mouth. No, no, mouth. no, no, no. But that's, you're, you're making a very good point. Um, See, I, I feel like a lot of it for me it's a lot like the sex scandals that have been coming out a lot recently. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's like the, the mother, son and the daddy daughter kind of thing is like someone that is in a position of authority, pushing, putting their authority or holding their authority over someone else mm-hmm. that like you, you can say, Oh, there's still consent there, but it's a, it's not true consent. It's like, it's like any boss that has a relationship with their underlings. It's not. It might be consensual, but there's still some underlying part to it that is right. a little iffy. I, I don't think the wrongness comes from a place of consent because I, I think incest can be between two people who are above the age of eighteen, both entirely consensual. Um, and so, really, really, the idea there is that it's wrong because it's violating something societal. But while while most fetishes do that. And we kind of grant a pass by their taboo. Mm-hmm. This one kind of should stay taboo. And the reason why I've stood by the incest is wrong is because 
you know, I hate sounding like uh, I'm Senator Ted Cruz, but um, Wait, we, didn't he look up like an incest porn or something? Something like that. We, we've <laughs> we've redefined what the family unit is, mm-hmm. but it, at some point there is a sanctity that needs to be given to family, mm-hmm. and I believe that a, a very strong aspect of that is we are still animals. We still travel in packs. We still have a family unit, and sex within a family unit is wrong. Mm-hmm. Sexuality needs to be something that is external to the family unit. And saying that, it sounds like it's against the entire spirit of this show, which is to be open-minded. But it feels like it's the uh, it's finally the where the line is drawn. Incest is that point where all right, you've gone too far into a taboo. You've reached you've reached the bedrock mm-hmm. where you know, jacking off to My Little Pony is okay. It, it's fa- it's like fantastical. Burps are okay. But jerking off to My Little Sister. I oh, don't like that sentence coming out of your I mouth. Can't. I don't like any of these sentences coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I don't have sisters, so <clears throat> it's all right. You don't have a little sister. I don't have any sister. I thought you had a big sister. I had stepsisters. They don't count. Oh, they, well, according to <laughs> subsection three, they absolutely count. So this is like this is like the will we classify this as like the ultimate forbidden fruit of fetishes? No, animals. No, I would say that, I would say that uh, incest is worse than bestiality, but it, it's kind of it's an apples and oranges type situation. Mm-hmm. It's going to um, be different, like for different people oh. with different opinions. But I just I'm curious if this is like the absolute, definitely no go zone. Like this Pedophilia. is in, this is in the no go zone. Yeah, that's obviously definitely also in the no go zone. Necrophilia. <clears throat> I yeah, that, that's all right. That's it's, it's, you know that's a little higher in the bedrock. If we're if we're imagining <laughs> fetishes being buried underground, like necrophilia is six feet, but you know. <laughs> oh, uh. but, but, oh, I never thought I would laugh at something <laughs> quite like that. <laughs> yeah, this show has gone to some new depths. It's. It, I think it's. It's. Uh changed me as a person to really think about these things and actually discuss them because these are things that uh, taboos would say that it's never a good idea to talk about but I think forcing me to talk about some of these things has kind of it's difficult to put into words I've had to process the thinking behind why I perceive some of these things as different levels of bad well uh, what I came to the conclusion on when I was reflecting on this the walk over here what a strange thing to be reflecting on, too. Doesn't that just, like, make you think, what are other people thinking about when you walk past them? Probably <laughs> oh, not this. Or maybe you know worse shit. Yeah, that's what I was like, thinking. They're wondering what I taste like. Flying, glittering unicorns, and here's this guy walking. Like, if only you could, like, read people's minds. Why is incest wrong? <laughs> I mean, it's wrong, but how do you put it to words? I almost, a, I almost want to do a Google search of like just type in the first couple words and see what the predictive text comes up with. Why like incest? why is incest, and then see what comes up after that. Because I'm pretty sure is wrong incest come up. Awesome. Part of my research for this was why is incest so popular in pornography as a Google search term. <laughs> but we're not there yet. Um, but it is very difficult to put this into words of why it is wrong, and I keep coming back to the same conclusion, and that is it. it it's not the content of it. It is certain relationships should never have sexuality in them because we've discussed how sex 
being part of being sex positive is that sex cannot taint things, mm-hmm. but there does come a point where sex does taint certain relationships. And just like it is wrong to engage in sex in the workplace. I think any, I think everyone would agree with that. It's wrong to engage in sex in the workplace, but also ill advised. Yeah. It's also alluring and very tempting. Like that's a, that's a tattoo. That's also, oh, sorry, tattoo taboo. That's also played up a lot too, but it's, oh. it's, it's easily analogous. Mm-hmm. It's easily analogous, just way more extreme is just like it's unwise to engage in sexual activity in the workplace. Mm-hmm. It is uh, unholy, despicable to engage in sexuality within the family unit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. a family Unless unit... Unless you're the mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or mom and mom or dad and dad or non-binary parent and non-binary parent. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? Let's go on a limb here. You're a three-parent family or... F- an 18 parent family with a millipede and a horse in there too. But it's, <laughs> as long as it's the multi generational parent family. Oh. That goes back to incest, doesn't it? Because yeah, it'd be does. a grandparent and a. Yeah, so. Polyamorous well, that's our, families? That's what the first family is right now, right? That's good. I, he, was, he had that one up his sleeve the whole time and he's been waiting to go, go into <laughs> Polygamous it. Polygamous families? Uh, it's cool if you're just the parents. Uh, let's open with just go ahead and saying that yes, Donald Trump does fuck his daughter. It's been confirmed. Has it? No. No. I, I was going to say, whoa, did not catch that one. That was one. satire. That's, that's why he was so popular in Alabama. I've seen lots of pictures of him putting his hands on interesting places on his daughter, but that's... And telling Oprah that he wants to bang his daughter. Not saying that he's going. Saying that no, he would. saying that the thing that they have most in common is sex, and then ending the sentence, and then laughing. Funny, I don't look at him and think sex... Well, well, I don't want to go, I don't wanna go down the Trump hole. I don't want to go down the Trump hole. We're okay. gonna do we're gonna do Trump Daddyism you started for an episode. It. I did. I did. I did. I did. I just. I did. That sounds like something his wife would say when he's trying to get into anal. I don't want to go down the Trump hole. <laughs> That's good. My wife or his, or his wife? His wife. So she's pegging Donnie. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> All she right. doesn't want to. Uh, this is where the show needs like a, a really fat stand-up comedian who does a really like loud impression of that. But Frank uh, Caliendo. Oh God. No. Yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> that. If the Kinkcast needs anything, it's Frank, Frank Caliendo coming in doing a George W. Bush impression, followed by D- Donald Trump. We could also have somebody with a drum set going. Ba-da-ba-ch. I can get a soundboard. You guys just always no. take it away from me. Arlen used his phone as a sand- soundboard once, and it was uh, obnoxious. But that was another show. Watch B Movie Deathmatch oh, Thursdays me. at six. You guys took my phone away each time on country music television. So uh, on to our next actual topic: is step siblings. So we've been speaking at length about how uh, how wrong it is within the family unit. Uh, which partially does have to do with genetics. But you look at a situation where two kids are living in a house and now all of a sudden they're siblings, but they don't have that same genetic coding. Mm-hmm. They're um, not can- consanguinous, mm-hmm. consanguinous, which means that they are related by blood. There you go. Mm-hmm. But uh, this, wow. is, this is the it's most popular blood, form of uh, sanguine. This is the most popular form of pornography for incest is because I, I would assume the general public... There's a squirrel on the ceiling. That's exciting. Danny only uses humane traps. They're our sponsor of the day. And then just releases them back in her ceiling. Yes. All right, little buddy, you can stay. Step-siblings. Step-siblings. I would think the general public would uh, 
say that incest is, is grody and wrong in all of its forms. But step siblings. But step siblings is kind of hot, which uh, I'm voicing a bad opinion. That's not how I feel. You know, you got some hot, big titted blonde walking around. <laughs> but, the, you know. Oh my God. There's this. <laughs> shame box. I'm, I'm feed the general public right now. No, that, no. You have one strike not. left and you're in the shame box. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're, we're throwing you in the Trump hole. Um, <laughs> no. No one wants to go there. <laughs> anyways, uh, I, you were asking earlier why you think that's become the most um, popular form of pornography. I, I think it's obvious. The, the, the stepsister, the stepsister um, storyline, I mean, that's a tale as old as time. Imagine being 16 years old. Song as old as rhyme. Imagine being 16 years old and all of a sudden you're sharing a bedroom with someone who you're not related to, who is a female who's your own age. I mean, that, that's all that that is, which is grody that people would go to that place. But it, it makes sense as a as a young person's fantasy. Maybe the rise in popularity of that uh, type of pornography has to do with the fact that, you know, the average porn viewer is getting younger and younger. And age 16, 17, 12, 13, mm-hmm. the kind of porn you're going to be wanting to watch is going to be about how you wish you could essentially just share a bedroom with a well, fucking and fuck buddy. One of the... Uh- or Sonic the Hedgehog. Or Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> whose mouth is a toilet bowl. <laughs> While Shadow is the back of the toilet. It's not like this is a highlight for me either. But uh, but uh, one of the psychiatrists I read, her theory was uh, more along the lines of uh, that this is essentially like the lowest level taboo. I mean, as in like a stepping stone. Like you start at normal porn and then you either go to like... BDSM, which looks very different than normal porn, or you have like incest, which looks exactly the same as normal porn, just with a little slight a st- tweak. story detail. Well, yeah, it just is a slight tweak. So it's not it's it's more of a the taboo mixed with the familiar. So you still have the familiar stuff that you've been into, and then it's just like oh now it's my stepsister, my stepmom. That well, I'm and, li- and like you said, the step sibling <laughs> aspect is a stepping stone in itself. So is this stepping stone? Are we specifically talking about like the actual fetish or just the porn side of this? A lot of what I found talking about this always segued into what I was saying earlier, faux-cest, where it's not really incest, but it's close. Yeah. And that's all the all the kinds of porn that are about this are step sibling, stepmother. uh, stepson, stepfather, stepdaughter, that kind of thing. And they are always very specific to point out either at the beginning in a disclaimer, we're not actually related or throughout this series, they always say like a stepbrother, which no one calls, you know, their brother Mm -hmm. or sister, brother or sister or stepbrother or stepsister, but they're Mm -hmm. very like explicitly saying step. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's the most watered down <laughs> form of the fetish, which I almost feel like it's different than other fetishes because it is um, it's like a situational fantasy. Uh, really? That begs the question, though. What about the people that actually like use terms like mommy and daddy in the bedroom? I feel like that's kind of. Uh, That's always yeah. kind of given me the heebie-jeebies. It's given me the heebie-jeebies, but I think that that is very far and away from the actual incest. I sure. <laughs> I will, because usually I, I, all yeah. of us on the show are very private about our own right. about our own lives and experiences. But I, I was asked once if I preferred sir or daddy, and I said neither. Yeah, neither, never. I've been asked by somebody that I me met Thomas. on that I met on Tinder, who was like, "Is it okay if when I meet you, I call you mommy?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." 
absolutely not. Please don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> like things were going just swimmingly until that happened. And I was like, yeah, no, we're done here. That's, that's just, mm, I, I think know. we discussed this before. It, it, it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of it. We were talking oh, yeah. about step sibling pornography. And just think about mixing that into dirty talk. Yeah, no, I don't really want to be thinking about my either of my parents while I'm doing dirty, oh, dirty things. Yeah, no, that's just that. Just, Alan, <laughs> I feel like that points to some sort of weird abuse thing. I don't. That think was so. uh, one of the things they talked about a lot in the articles that I read. Is that uh, a lot of the people who are proponents of this uh, shoot down that it is a. Uh, it grew from abuse because everyone who is from outside, every outsider looking in on this fetish says that same thing, that this stems from a history mm-hmm. of abuse, which is not true. Good. It's okay, also, well, I'm glad that we could kind of figure that out because frankly, I was, I've been curious about that this whole time. I think it's wrong to put what you associate with words with what other people associate with sure. words. Just yeah. Because while the term calling so, someone mommy and then someone calling me daddy mm-hmm. would freak me right the fuck out because those words are so synonymous with my actual parents. Right. I think there are plenty of people where those words, they're able to separate them. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like if you drove a car called Pop-Tart and then you had a dog named Pop-Tart and you could <laughs> distinguish between the two in your head without always having to have them intermingle. Mm-hmm. Well, but semantics would like... There's something very there Freudian about it. There. I mean, I'm sure, but you have to ask where it started. Where yeah. did we already calling people mommies actually yeah. start? And it probably started from the ontology, who, the ontological meaning behind those words. No, it's uh, you know because you call your kid or you call your spouse mommy or daddy when you have kids, and it just you know you get used to it, right? I never would do that, but no, I would never, never do that either. I mean, it's a habit that forms out of when they're first learning how to talk. That's what that really is. You don't do it because you're trying to be cute. You're trying to teach your your new-to-English little babies. Like, that's mommy. Go bring it to mommy. And then you say it once in jest, and then it becomes a habit. And now we're so far fucking off topic. I'm sorry. I'm going to teach my kids my name and demand they call me it. Mr. Bacon? <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> you, you will refer to me as Mr. Bacon. <laughs> Mr. Bacon, I don't like this movie. It's scary. You'll learn to love the new Joker. (laughs) I did think... I've never said that in my life. (laughs) That is the most offensive thing you've said this entire episode. I will walk out. (laughs) Throw me in the Trump hole. (laughs) All 300 style. Um. That's good. Um... I was found it interesting as I was researching this that that the incest taboo is and has been one of the most widespread of all cultural taboos, like worldwide in a lot of cultures, even those that haven't really interacted so much with the rest of the world, have this kind of tattoo uh, taboo. I keep saying tattoo taboo against tattoos. The little man on Fantasy Island that says the plane, the plane. (laughs) Thank you. That was good. Thank you. Thanks. No, it's uh, it's curious because the dis- the genetic discovery that mm-hmm. keeping a bloodline pure was kind of bullshit. That's that's fairly recent. That's the last five hundred years. Yeah, it was probably the last hundred years. Past hundred years, so, so you wonder how it's I don't been. Think a it was five hundred. Definitely wasn't five hundred. It was. <laughs> when did you think Mendel was doing his experiments with the? Seeds, because that was the last about seven BC. It, it was totally around before that. It's totally before that. 
you know, are there, I mean, this is our fault for not researching. I know Shakespeare probably. Were there cultures from like, you know, Game of Thrones times that knew that if you're, you're shacking with your sister, the baby's not going to be very bright? Yeah. They did intermarry a lot of royals, but that was because of... Their racehorse genetics. Yeah. Uh, it had... Oh. <laughs> Just let that, that one slide. It was subtle. They could run faster. No, actually, they couldn't, but they bled a hell of a lot more. <laughs> Hemophilia is a bitch. <laughs> um, Long live Rasputin. Anyways, all right. Um, okay. I just found that it was both in present and many past societies. Most modern societies have laws regarding incest, not or social New restrictions, Jersey. or social restrictions on closely consanguineous marriages. So I know for a long time you actually had to go get a blood test, right, before you could get married. Do you still have to do that? No. I don't, oh, okay. Well, because now you have your social security number, and I'm pretty sure that there's just a big, like, there's a big microwave-shaped machine down at the, the courthouse, and when mm-hmm. two people are getting married, they both plug in their socials, and then, like, it starts flashing if, with the incest alarm, <laughs> and then, like, a SWAT team flies in on a helicopter. What if, what if they're a part of, like, the witness protection program or something? And so they like they, they have a whole their new identity. identity. Their, yeah. new, their new identity is as lovers instead of siblings. I'd be pissed know. at the witness protection program. No, she's I'd saying be pissed. she's saying that like it's like a cousin or something like moves because he's in the witness protection and they don't know their cousins. Mm-hmm. Aka, it's the problem in the first season of uh, Thirty Rock where. Uh, uh, Tina Fey's character. You can goes, legally marry your second cousin. Yeah, but she goes on a uh, she goes on a date with someone, and they're perfect for each other. Mm-hmm. And then they find they figure it out at the end while they're like making out, and she looks over and sees a picture of her nana that uh, they're like sixth cousins or something. Yeah, that's we're we're all white pe- white people are all sixth cousins. Yeah. Dana, you're probably my sixth cousin. Uh, probably don't we all have what is it eight eight degrees of separation or something? Like I think the whole world is supposed to be eight cousins. Yeah, no matter how far. You well, and then sweet. there's of course that that scene from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Ugh. It's like incest central, um, but yeah, well, I, we need to give that one a shout out. That and Lana Dunham. Well, oh, since we're already, yeah, we're you already, didn't put niece and nephew on that one. We're kind of already talking about like pop culture, but what got, I, I think I was like understanding that okay, incest is a thing that has happened in the show. Okay, we see like Cersei Lannister and you know her brother, and they're all getting it on in the first season. But then what really got me was the part whenever um oh gosh the guy who's who eventually gets like his penis cut off by Theon Theon Greyjoy whenever he he like he fingers his sister yeah on the horse and he's like oh yeah girl we could we could go get it on but he doesn't know that she does know that yeah Yeah, she she knows she's fully aware that this is her brother yeah she does it to the purpose yeah yeah, that purpose of the scene is to display that she's fearless and she's braver than him and she'll she'll fuck him over but as soon as they get in there and the dad's like oh yeah this is your sister and he's like oh and I'm sitting out there at that like same exact moment like oh my god and like she why? just reaches up and smells her fingers and it's really weird <laughs> i just I, I groan internally for nine hours so um i think there's been a lot of um this kind of situation brought up a lot not only in film but also in a lot of literature i know for a while i was teaching a novel um that was all about that it's called morphogenia and it had the same thing where, like, a brother and sister were secretly getting it on and having children, even though they were married to other people. But Do other you children think just like them, so. that it's primal? 
Do you think that the fear of incest and the disgust with incest comes from our monkey brain? It's hardwired into us from birth. It is actually because it, it, do we have research to back? <clears throat> Wait, to want it or to be disgusted? To be disgusted, by it. disgusted by it. Is that, I think there, so. there is a genetic. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but they've done studies on it. Like when you are raised with someone or you raise someone, there is a genetic component in you. It doesn't matter if they're like blood related. That it. You do not like physically. You will not find them attractive. Well, I, you're not I think that, that that goes back even further than monkey brain. I think that's lizard brain. I think that's sea anemone brain. Is yeah, it? no, it is something biological that is evolved to keep us spreading the bloodline instead of. But with that said, there are mammals who practice incest. Yeah. Dogs, cats, gross. But that's because, like, when the when that love and feeling strikes, they just go for the nearest thing. Yeah. That's also when that love and feeling. We're not right? so different. No, I don't know. <clears throat> I think that it's a it's a really complicated issue. But in terms of a taboo, in t- terms of what we are discussing, in terms of fetishes uh, that we work with on this show, I think that this is probably probably the one I felt the most uncomfortable comfortable discussing so far. Well, yeah, I mean, it's really hard for me to not like take breaks and masturbate between each. <laughs> Fuck off. Gross. But okay, shame box. That's strike three. <laughs> you're cool. done. Um, well, we've talked about step siblings. We've talked about siblings and <clears throat> cousins have come up a little bit. Cousins, of course. Mm-hmm. Kissing cousins is a uh, I'm built Alabama into our, staple. Alabama staple built into our nomenclature. It's it's a bullshit thing we walk past. I, I think that that finally brings us to um, parent child, and I think that that is like. If you want to talk about negative sexual hangups and you were going down into this this cavern that we've described underground, right. that's like the glowing red ruby of evil surrounded by skeleton monsters. I, I think parent to child is like everything that is against sexuality. That is that is where evil is incarnate. Well, so in Dante's guys, Inferno, they belong in the eighth circle. Yes, the eighth circle of hell is is parent child sexual contact. Am I crazy? Do, do you guys read about? Consensual or non-consensual? I think that well, this is of like course, both of them are adults. Non-consensual is the very Ninth is the core. Adult. Like mm-hmm. that—that's the actual like non-consensual parent-to-child sexual contact mm-hmm. is. I mean that that is the most evil thing on the planet, aside right. from maybe from like murder and genocide. I so, would completely agree. Did you guys read about? Uh, I think it's called GSP. What's that? Uh, genetic sexual partnerships. It uh, there's that? been like studies that have been done about people that have been uh, you know put up for adoption as at a young age, and then uh, once they find their you know decide that they want to find their genetic parent or something, mm-hmm. uh, that they will engage in a sexual relationship with their parent. Yeah, no, there, there's a French film that. made about that. But uh, there's, uh, I did read a whole interview about a woman that, uh, a woman, an 18 year old, uh, who uh, started a sexual and romantic relationship with her father once she found her genetic father, and uh, within five days, like she she met him and then was like, okay, well let's let's, let's bang. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, she lost her virginity to him. Uh, and that they are uh, planning on moving to uh, New Jersey to get married. Of course. Because uh, New Jersey doesn't have any laws against uh, 
adult incest. Well, and that's one thing I found uh, as I researched as well. In some societies where incest is illegal, uh, consensual adult incest is seen uh, by some as a victimless crime. So yeah. there is not necessarily a victim here. But was, whenever both are consensual, it's we, just taboo. We talk about monkey brain being things that are built into our DNA, mm-hmm. but there's also like caveman brain. Yeah. And you know, we, in the past on this, I think on this very show, we've talked about daddy daughter dances. Yeah. And uh, purity balls. Yeah. And especially in like the American South, but in other cultures as well. I mean, especially you look somewhere like, you know, just like we have rednecks, rednecks of the Middle East. Um, Cultures where the father-daughter relationship are supposed to mirror the father-wife relationship is that a a daughter is an apprenticeship for wifehood, and it starts to take on these weird sexual undertones that uh, all too often bleed over into legitimate sexual activity. Mm -hmm. So an electrocomplex manifested. Yeah. And and not only electrocomplex, because it's being initiated by the father. Right. Um, You you know, one of the, the arguments that's been passed around... Is that if you and if a couple got together and instead of having children, they cloned each other and they were raising two clones of themselves, Mm -hmm. then at one point they would be dealing with a 16 year old version of their partner. Mm-hmm. Who's just genetic. younger? Just a genetic, copy. genetic version of their yes. partner. Not a, uh, of course. The clones have their own sentience, which is a uh, staple of this show. Even though that doesn't matter, right? But but the point I'm getting to is that you know this is 50 percent of your partner, mm-hmm. and I can see where wires could get crossed. Not that it makes it any less despicable. Mm-hmm. Like I've uh, made it expressly clear, this is as evil as it gets. Right. But. You can understand the rationale, the rationale of someone whose brain is in the year two BC, yeah. and thinks that you know my this is my half wife. It's half me, half my wife. I own the entirety of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to stop rambling. Someone well, take it away from no, me. No, no, I think that's a to that's go, an interesting distinction to make. Yeah, to go back to the article I read. Uh, apparently, they are having planning on having children and uh, oh. getting married and. Uh, but his, it's, it his be, parents are okay with it. But it should be illegal, and those are her grandparents. Yeah. And they know about it. Because the initial thought, you, whenever you hear about couples getting married, that people, it's like a little risque. You think, oh, his parents are okay. What do what her parents think? And you oh. They haven't told her mom. I would. she lives with her, bio, or she used to live with her biological mom. I would hope she doesn't find out. It would, it would break her. That would break me. <clears throat> I feel sorry for any children that they intend to have biologically, because they're going to be... That you know, she actually talked poss- about that, yeah. and she was like, "Why? How is that any different than like someone who has like bipolar, and then they pass on the like bipolarism? How is that any different?" Oh, and it's like, so uh, different. <laughs> okay, well, uh, she tried to. Uh, at one point, the interviewer asked her like a very serious question about like, "Are you sure about like all this kind of thing?" And she responded, uh, "I'm 18, and that's legally an adult, and I could hear." The attitudes seeping out. She's not wrong. <laughs> like saying, "Like I'm an adult now. I know exactly what I want. My daddy does me best." Of course, we should not downplay the uh, the idea that a parent child sexual relationship entirely has to be father to daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually uh, the the interview that I read started off by saying this is actually the least researched one. The most researched ones are the uh, edible. Uh, the mother son, yes, yeah, and th- those are much much more common than uh, than the father daughter. And it, wow. in some instances, and of course, uh, I feel like, and this goes without research, so you know, 
please know this this is this is uh trifling through random ideas rather than something that's hard research i feel like a um a father to daughter sexual relationship is almost always going to be uh power based mm-hmm. and i feel like an oedipal relationship can come from a myriad of different things because mm-hmm. it can be initiated <laughs> It can be initiated on either side in, with either gender, of course. I feel like more often this one can be initiated by the child. Right. Right. Not uh, that it can't happen, yeah. daughter to father, but I feel like more often pubescent male could initiate that relationship, would initiate that relationship. That's so weird. But that doesn't go without know. saying that there are instances wherein a um, – a mom is using the exact same thinking that of the daddy daughter thing of I'm mm-hmm. going to teach this boy how to respect women mm-hmm. in, a, in a fucked up way. There's a very famous uh, Reddit AMA that was done about a guy who broke his arms. I was about to bring him up. What? He broke his arms. His mom fucked him. He was apparently getting very uh, what's hangry except it's because you're not getting off. <laughs> Dangry? <laughs> so, uh, Horngy? He wasn't able to uh, get off, wasn't able to jerk off, and so he was just like being pissy all the time because yeah. he had broken both of his arms, so he wasn't able to, you know, masturbate. And so uh, it's his parents, because I believe his dad was actually. Gave the thumbs up. Gave the thumbs up, yeah. Uh, came up with the idea of like, oh, she can just jerk you off. And then it led to a uh, <clears throat> uh, them having like a multi year sexual relationship mm-hmm. and like the dad knew about it and they just sit around the dinner table and I don't, I don't think he liked to hear about it if I remember it correctly but he knew it was going on mm, it's one of like the most famous things on that's happening yeah, it's, on it's, it's a really great reddit thread if you ever get bored it's just called no hands Jeez. um and it I've is, got no words. And it is always referenced in almost every single Reddit comment thread as... <laughs> no hands. Or it's just like, oh, you can just break your arms yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, so finally, I, I think that guides us back towards the, the original point here. And that is all, all the things that we're saying, we're, we're all we're all aghast with disgust towards this fetish. And it feels very much against the spirit of this show mm-hmm. because you can very easily imagine a mean-spirited fetish show talking about My Little Pony fans this way or a burping fetish this way of just <clears throat> shitting on it. This is dumb. Oh, that's gross. And like, yada, oh, my yada, gosh. Yada. She's 18 and she's burping on her boyfriend. Oh, my God. What do their parents think? And it's so easy to do that shit. But they're bastardizing the purpose behind balloons said, and clowns. I don't think there is anything inherently wrong with, quote, family play. Go on. Oh, role play. Fantasy. Family. Yeah. 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 I think that, you know, fantasies are generally fucked up and that's not me being judgmental. <clears throat> fantasies can get fucked up. And, it's, yeah. and as we've been clear on this show a million one times, you can kind of simulate anything. Right. As long as the simulation doesn't start to bleed into reality, if you're not you can actually, simulate like Nazi pedophilia, and guess what? As long as it's simulated, eh, we can't really touch it. If you're not actually like sleeping with your family members, if two consenting people, which apparently this is a very common thing, so if two consenting people were like, "Oh yeah, no, I I like to be you know tr- like the daddy dom thing, I'd like to be treated like your daughter." Oh, I. You know, let's like do a straight up role play about that. That goes into psychology of of role play and costumes, dominance. Yeah, yeah, and and and, you know, sex is is amorphous and can take different shapes, and and things can be similes and metaphors. So that's all fine. The the point I'm trying to get back to here is we are all 
I like to think of us as a, as a coven of people who are very open-minded mm-hmm. towards sexuality. And the three of us are 100% aghast by this. And I, I, I have not changed my position in any way. But we still have had a difficulty really putting it to words. Yeah. Really putting it to words on a why this is this is the wrong one. This is where the line is drawn. This is the one that's a no-no. And I, I've put it a million different ways, and I'm still having trouble really hammering it down. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's, I don't know. Well, one could argue it's, that it is because we do have a biological, like, built-in system that m- makes us see this as gross. Like a biological deterrent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So why should it be wrong beyond the biological deterrent? Well, Especially if we're going to say if we're going to say that between two consenting adults, if there is no biological negativity to this at all, then there's nothing wrong with it. There's it's they it, everything I read was just referring to it as kind of like a victimless crime, which <clears throat> I just I still can't even stomach that because I feel like even if there isn't a victim, it's still there's something inherently wrong. It about violates incest. something that. Well, it violates something that is, that is pure. And it yeah. makes me sound like I'm a fucking pastor when I say that. Yeah. And, and I, I hate you it. You say the same thing about uh, gay marriage 10 years ago. But gay is okay. Trans is okay. But well, it violates something that's pure. It violates the sanctity of marriage. But I feel like the sanctity of marriage is kind of a bullshit argument. But the family unit, and again, and I'm stressing, a family unit can... can be cobbled together by people of different races, by different genders. But but there's this constant that the family does not fuck except for the except for the heads of the household who have created the family. Right. And 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 I feel like that is a, a basis of nature like physics. And, and it, it makes me sound like I'm making arguments similar to homophobia. Yeah, I'm, I'm just being a devil's, devil's advocate. advocate. The uh, yeah, I'm, incest, the Oedipus's advocate. I think the the conclusion Oedipus's I advocate. <laughs> the conclusion I came to was any kind of consanguineous relationship should not involve sex. So anybody who is blood related should probably not have sex. Um, I think that's where I personally draw the line. Like if it's a, um, you know, two step siblings. I mean that happens. It happens. It definitely. Does um, but I think any for me, what I cannot wrap my brain around is consanguineous sexual relationships. So finally, that that begs the question. How far off does it have to be? I would say more than third cousins. You know, I'm going to sound gross here. I'm going to say that it's too much of a gray area, but somewhere around second cousins. Somewhere around there. Because... I did a lot of research this week, and a lot of like people who are incest proponents will say it's like there's almost there's enough genetic difference between between first cousins that they can realistically have children without any uh, negative effects towards the children, or without it's not it's statistically like so low that they could just like bang and not have any uh, genetic defects. Bang. So wait, they would have like a quarter of the same genetic DNA though mm. as first cousins. Yeah. How well, well reported was the writing? Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to share a, they're just one I, common grandparent. Yeah, I would still wait for some kind Two of a, it, I don't know, more. Two common grandparents. Yeah. 
I don't know. That would I. They still share a quarter. I and mean, we've got a whole DNA. state again. <laughs> <laughs> Sample. Let's yeah. Alabama. But with let's, that said, let's not label our petri dishes just yet. Finally, at the end of the day, there is nothing we can do to stop. Uh, and there's nothing we should do to stop relationships between two consenting adults above the age of 18. Mm-hmm. And um, really, this is going to be one of the few times on this show where I'm just going to say, ew, it's icky and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I can't condone it. I, I don't recommend it. I don't think I, I don't think it's OK. And I, I think it would be better to seek therapy than and act upon these. But with consent involved in adulthood, mm-hmm. I can't outrightly say that it is immoral. Just wrong, mm-hmm. just gross, mm-hmm. and I mean we even talked about it. I, I think that pooping in people's mouths is probably okay between consenting partners, and probably yeah. more okay than this. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably a lot more diseases you can get though. Yeah, I'm less disgusted by disease. <laughs> I think Dookie in the mouth. I think Dookie in the mouth is a more safe, sane, consensual thing than, than fucking your your uh, consanguine I siblings. Do, yeah, I do think that this would break sane. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's the best way to put it. Is without even really being able to document it, it goes to something so primal. It violates sane. It violates sane. A thousand percent when unsimulated. And I, I think that's really all we can do. Well, and I think it borders also on safe as well, because if there are children or, or offspring produced by this, um, I think it's it's very unsafe for them to be consanguineous, you know, conceived by consanguineous. Well, you, know, you also you talk about safe and on the show before I've talked about how um, your safety cannot be violated because of how society would react. Kind of like you said, uh, is it more dangerous to be a furry because your your likelihood of being beaten up goes up? And mm-hmm. like, no, it doesn't count. But I do think that there is some violation in safety under the sense that it could break the family unit. Yes, absolutely. And that's uh, one of the things they talked about in the interview with the uh, woman who's in a relationship with her father. Is that if they ever do break, they asked if you ever do break up, you're losing both a husband and a father and she's yeah. like she she was basically saying that she would kill herself if they whatever were whatever Jesus. i do what i want i'm 18 exactly she's like i've never slept with anybody else Gross. and blah 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 um you know at the end of the day when it, it shows up a television all the time and it does happen in real life but someone finds out they're adopted without knowing mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. there's this strong need to go find their parents right and and bang them. And, and I think no, I think of all of us as, as very um, as very scientifically minded people. I, I think if there's anything in the world that does have some level of magic to it, I think it is blood. Yeah. You know, you, blood is something you're loyal to. Blood is something you stand by. And I think blood is something you cannot fuck. As mm-hmm. Vin Diesel said in a recent commercial, blood <laughs> is thicker than water, but oil runs through these veins. <laughs> Thank you for so that. So with that, uh, what would we, if we had to give incest a big round number on the FDI, I think I'd give it a question mark because it is simulated. a... Simulated. Simulated is a one. Yeah. And then, I'm going to say non-applicable. Yeah. This, I don't think we should even apply Consensual incest, obviously. Yeah. But then once you added the lack of consent, it's just... Oh, it's a five. I almost want to give parent to child non-consensual. Just, wouldn't that be the only six? Can, yeah. that, can that just be like that? Pedophilia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because that violates so many different things. Like that's just that is. It's pedophilia. It's incest. It's. That's not pedophilia. She was eighteen, and he was. No. Oh no! I I parent a child non consensual. 
child. She said child, yeah, meaning like small child, like under the age of 18. Child, child. as in like parent and adult child. Also, I'm going to go on a limb here and say something a little controversial, (laughs) just because it always gets to be a little controversial. 18, that line in the sand, goes both ways sometimes. That's a child to me. That 18 year old is getting taken advantage of by her father. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 18 is legally that. That's immediately what I read and thought. I was like, there are some people that are 18 that shouldn't be able to give consent. There's some people who are 25 that are not mature enough to give consent. Say a sentence that could probably end a career, but there are some 17-year-olds out there who go do something with a 30-year-old, and yeah, that's fucked up and wrong by like the eyes of state, and it is wrong, but she knew what she was getting into, whatever. That 18-year-old was getting raped by her father. She does not have the maturity to, to handle what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the state can say it's okay as much as they want. But that Tommy, is a child. She's planning their wedding. And it's not going to be a traditional white wedding. It's going to be a purple and black wedding. Like a prom. Like a prom. Chris fell over. He fainted. <laughs> he took the chair and with him. tell you what, he like brunted his head into the ground. That was a committed oh fake fall. Um, you could have killed Bert. Bert. Since, since we're men- mentioning Bert. this, Bert. let's also not forget the um, the brother sister uh, kind of combo with the Romeo and Juliet situation. Like, there's uh, do y'all know what Romeo and Juliet law is? Oh, provisional yeah. laws. That's the Texas thing. And yeah. if you want to know more about that, you can watch Transformers Four, starring Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> what? <laughs> of course, of course. Michael Bay would put that into his films. That fucking creeper. He's the next on my list. Michael Bay, real quick aside, there's a whole... Michael Bay's been accused of his movies having weird sexual themes. And in Transformers 4, for really no reason, there's a 17-year-old girl who's dating like a 23-year-old boy. And he carries around a copy of the Romeo Romeo and Juliet laws in his wallet and like reads them aggressively to um, Mark Wahlberg. What about that is fun and family friendly about robots that transform into cars and then explode. But I fully expect Michael Bay to be the next person that is like, let's not throw that against a person. He makes bad movies, but that doesn't mean. Do you know what he did to uh, uh, Megan Fox? To make to for her to audition for Bad Boys Two, which is when she was like fifteen, he had her wash his car in just a bikini, and he just stood back and watched, and was just like, "Yeah, fifteen year old Megan Fox. Okay, you can be a background dancer for Bad Boys Two. You know, there are some audio clips you could take from this episode that could really sink a career. Yeah, well. Don't worry, I'm not going into politics. Everything in context. We yeah. have to discuss about we have to discuss this because the problem with not talking about something means it has power. And so it's really important for us to kind of discuss it, Call to analyze the different the different, you know, boundaries that are here Should and we talk for test a them. About how like this has been increasing in pornography, like skyrocketing in popularity. But hasn't the yeah. step sibling factor been increasing popularity? Yeah, but that's why it's called faux is because it is just step like siblings. Yeah. But I, I explained earlier why I think that's getting popular is because the step sibling fantasy is separate while still still wrong on a lot of levels. I, I think that, you know, when a parents create a new marriage you should consider yourself siblings but that's more my opinion than like moral absolutionist law yeah. but when you're young and you what's the ultimate like sexual 
bone. When you're young, you can't fuck anywhere. You have to fuck in a car or like in the basement of the school, and so or your stepsister's bed. Yeah, that's like it's it's the easiest sexual situation to get away with, and it has this idea of permanence, and it's also a little bit wrong. And it is because it is something that is familiar. And and I would make the argument that there are just more kids getting into pornography <clears throat> younger and younger, and when you're 16, that's like the perfect scenario. Okay. Did they have a reason why? Did, like, researchers find a reason why this was becoming more? There were a bunch of different ones. There was one that I said where it was, like, it's the next step in, like, if someone's going to be... evolution. Well, no, if someone's going to be moving up the scale of, like, oh, one-upmanship, which is what porn is essentially all about now, is, like, how can we do more crazy stuff than before. Push the boundaries even yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Then this would be the next step where it is something that is basically vanilla porn, except they add a word to it. Yeah. Where it's like, it is, you know, yeah. two people that are going at it, just like, they meet and then they fuck, mm-hmm. except one of them is saying, oh, my stepbrother. Mm-hmm. It would be fun to do a social experiment. Not that we could get enough people to participate, mm-hmm. but you just... Make all the step-siblings have sex with each other? No. Jesus, you get a smattering of people to watch the same pornographic clip and see how they respond to it, and it's the exact same clip, except in one they're labeled as step-siblings, and in one they're labeled as siblings, and in one they're just labeled as lovers. And, like, you could even throw in another one where they're, like, there's no context to the scene, Mm -hmm. but you add in different titles, and you see how people react to it in different ways. That'd be interesting, because if people would be more repulsed thinking that two people who... You know, if they're related or not, like seeing the responses. I mean, you just get a clip that's just two 19 year olds who are gorgeous fucking. And then you just label it different ways and you see what responses those labels get. Even when I see like that kind of when I see the labels for that kind of porn, the titles, I'm just like, oh, those are just people that want to see like incest porn. But for some reason, they can't label it that. So they just put step on front. Right. You know, it has to be simulated. Both, you know, yeah, it has to be. But I feel like there might be some law where they're just like, we're not able to actually say this is like my brother. So they have to say this is my stepbrother. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. That's just me seeing that and being like, oh, they they probably just want to go all the way, but they're not allowed to. Mm hmm. Well, I did a a bit of time not I didn't really look that hard for products. products for this week. Are um, there products? I don't really know, but the only thing that I could come up with is if you really want to have sex with something that, you know, is is close to your DNA or is your DNA, you've got two hands. And that's all that I can suggest this week because I can't even um I think masturbation's wrong. I went deep oh. down the rabbit hole this week, and I can't recommend any products, but apparently there is advice column or advice subreddits where you can post your situation on Reddit, and then people will tell you how you can get your sister or stepsister or cousin to sleep with you because it looks like they might be interested. Gross. I'm going to go ahead and call that wrong. Also, if you're going deep down the rabbit hole, try a Sharpie. You might enjoy it a little more. No, that's the Trump hole. The Trump hole. Yeah, no, I'm not going down the Trump hole. Trump sh- sh- well, how many Sharpies can you fit in your Trump uh, I think Are that we going to do pop culture? We've already Lena Dunham. Wincest. Did you guys hear about Wincest? No. Apparently a very popular form of fl- slash fiction. Star Wars. Starring oh the Winchester brothers from Supernatural. The most popular form of uh, fan fiction for the Supernatural community is Wincest, which is... 
The two brothers. The two brothers fucking. What specifically makes it winning? Uh, nothing. Funny. Their names are Winchester. Winchester. All right, that's as good a point as any for me to <laughs> take a step back. Uh, what about Lena Dunham? Uh, you know, it's one of those things I shouldn't run my mouth about because I don't know the whole story. Is that the person with the puppets? No, Lena Dunham is the the girl from Girls who raises a lot of stinks. She's a stinky lady. And um, there's some accusations out there that she did an interview where she, like, introduced her sister to sexuality when they're both very young. Oh, that. Yeah. I was talking about Jeff Dunham. Okay. Which, yeah, no, <laughs> Jesus. Um, But also Angelina Jolie there for a little while was... She very a, involved she with her brother. Mouth kiss with her brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's some weird stuff out there. Different strokes that, for different folks. That was as we like say. kind of a thing that just seemed like it was like, oh, they're just were raised weird. They're not like sexually active. And, you yeah. know, that's an entirely different point for an entirely different day. We can't force our Western sexuality on other people. I'm sure an open mouth kiss is not inherently sexual for some yeah, cultures. Cause, yeah, because she yeah. also was carrying around Billy Bob Thornton's blood in a vial on her neck. Which is perfectly for another episode, because we're definitely going to have to talk about blood fetish Richard at some point. Richard Chase. Unfortunately. Yes. Richard Chase. <laughs> it's going to be our next episode. What is All our right. next episode? Dinos- we'll talk about that. Oh, fuck yeah. Is it dinosaurs? I think... No, no, no. It's not dinosaurs. I want to watch that pterodactyl porn video so bad. I want to watch it on loop. Yeah, pterodactyl I just want to have porn. it in the background. Our next one on is inflation. Uh, we're going to watch so much Sonic the Hedgehog this week. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for this episode of KinkCast. Um, if you like this show, you should check out some of our other shows produced by Ex Vivo Media. And that is um, one of which is B-Movie Death Mas- Match. Uh, Death do- match. <laughs> That's a B-Movie Death Match. Chris, do you want to tell us about B-Movie Death Match? No. I was in some of that show. Um, it's a. It is like you know when this show goes off the rails. It's that that's for, that's the starting point. It's that for an hour and a half. <laughs> and, uh, it's one of the, it's one of the many 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 movie podcasts where a movie is not discussed for an hour and a half. The only difference in ours is that we have a before and after segment, which we're probably not the only people who even do that. But I, I like it. We are the only people who ever do that. No, uh, there's before and after reviews, which are done by that Jeremy asshole who runs Cinema Sins. That guy who runs CinemaSins? Yeah, the trash channel that used to be good. It was just okay for a while there, and then the videos got too long. But that's that's just nitpicky. And we're not even on sexuality anymore. There's also um, other podcasts called Festicast, where we look at all things EDM in the DFW area and western, um, southern part of the United States. Oh, we're kind expanded. Of, we're expanding it's very quickly. Well, and yeah. You still got to let me guest on an episode. You're welcome to be on there anytime, actually. Are you going to have we'll any people from Alabama on there? That would no. be good to have them guest on or do a little interview spot for this show. That would be interesting. I don't know about Alabamians, but... Um, Alabama. I don't know. I don't support that that kind of uh yeah, I don't know. Hey, uh send us things. You know, we love to talk about sex. We'd love to talk about your sex life because as it's been said, every situation between two people is different. So Yeah. Um we'd love to hear any suggestions for future shows and also thoughts on things from shows that we've already done. If you have thoughts or opinions, you should definitely send us a, a message on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, any way you want to reach us, that'd be awesome. We'd be happy to hear from you. And tell us why we are wrong about incest and that it is super hot. Make your best argument. 
we'd listen to change it. Change our minds for when we revisit incest in a few weeks. <laughs> or not. How about no? And we call it sincest. All right. Thanks for listening.